everybody, and welcome inside the 30-Minute Lunch Break Podcast. We decided to put a new intro on this thing, and uh, this is one of Eric's favorite songs, so we wanted to kick it out and start this podcast with some good vibes. My name is Brandon Rosenthal. Alongside me is my partner, of co-host, Eric Garcia. What's going on, my man? Uh, not much, man. Getting It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Uh, the day is Wednesday. It is almost the end of the month, March 28th. So it's been like about a couple of weeks since we met, and um, I'm excited to talk to you about um, really the NBA. The NBA is something that um, is it's on peak our, NBA season. Right it, now. it is peak NBA season right now. It is on our minds. The playoffs are right upon us. Our Lakers just got eliminated um, from postseason contention. Mathematically eliminated. Um, from the so this this post uh, this postseason this podcast is gonna be very playoff heavy, and I'm looking forward to it. But one thing I wanted to ask you, which is not NBA related or even sports related. Um, which is a curveball, which I didn't talk about before the show. Are you excited for Infinity War? Are you going to watch it? Are you going to be one of the guys who watches it immediately? Have you seen all the trailers like I have and really stayed on but, top of it? Look, you saved me that because you asked a lot of questions, follow-up questions. <laughs> because when you said, are you excited for Infinity War? I didn't know what it was. Ah. And then you said, are you going to watch? Just assumed it's a movie. It is a movie. And then I said, Infinity War must be some sort of superhero the movie. The Avengers movie. Avengers, Marvel. I was thinking something like that. Yes, you were right. Um, so I'm not excited about okay. it. Okay. Uh, but you know how I feel about these movies, Brandon. Um, we've talked about this before. I'm not a guy that grew up in, into the, like watching this or really into it, but... I don't mind these movies. For the most part, almost every time that I've given these movies a chance, they've been good. Yeah, they're fun. So I enjoy them, but I don't um, follow... Um, I'm not looking out for the next one. They creep up on me, for sure. Yeah, right. Um, for you know, sure. Like, right now. Just a perfect example <laughs> you're telling me. You, you know what I know about... The only shit I know about... Have you seen all these memes that people say about that shit? Uh-huh. Um, biggest crossover event in history, and then they're like, watch this, and like, you know, the meme is... Uh, I don't know, fucking Homer Simpson and uh, and um, Family Guy, you know, yep, yep, you know shit know, like yeah. that. There's a there's a there's been a ton of memes in general, but a ton of memes about this movie. And yeah, but so you're so obviously I'm saying you're excited if you uh, want to bring this up in our podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. Podcast. I'm extremely excited, and um, and I hope to watch it uh, opening. This is everybody. So this is like Captain America. Yeah, this is the this is Spider Man. Oh, I will Spider-Man. say this. Spider-Man's I like the it. new Spider-Man, the kid, the young one. Spider-Man Homecoming, right That on. movie was badass. Yep. Spider-Man Homecoming was a badass movie. Yep, a lot of them. I just saw, to I be honest. I enjoyed that one. And Civil, uh, Captain America Civil War is on Netflix, so you can catch that shit. I should catch it. I that that is pretty much leads up to this movie. So if you watch that, you know, it'll, you know, be, uh, uh, and the first Iron Man and second Iron Man are on Hulu. Um but I wanted to rewatch the Avengers before this movie because I like doing that so stuff. So you are into these movies, yeah? Though, yeah. For I mean, sure. I, I liked the comics when I was younger, and I kind of fell off reading comics. But I, so, I loved the cartoons. So let me ask you then: Why is this one so big? What is? Uh, haven't this is my question? People are gonna die. Okay, because this is what I was gonna ask you. Because this proves what I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just being the ignorant fuck that I am when it comes to this. I thought they've already made this. Mo- this movies were like. The Avengers meet up, like, to, and like, what's weird? What's different about this one? Uh, like, who the, is is there the backstory? Is that they're trying to collect these stones that control the universe, essentially? Well, I know, I know, and, but isn't there already an Avengers movie? Yeah, there's been two of them. Yeah, so what I mean is, how come this is the most crazy one we've ever seen? What's the crossover the, part that's happened? Because the whole the, point, uh, try, the, all the stones. One guy is trying to collect all the stones from each, pretty much, of the movies, and they finally get to the and level? that guy. That guy's name is Thanos, and he wants to 
um, pretty much get rid of everybody in the universe or half the people in the universe to my, balance it That's my question. I was like, it's not, it's not trying to offend it. It's just like, I thought that there already was an Avengers movie. I, like, to me, I thought this these superheroes were already in a movie. They, they were. And this is this has been a looming threat for a few movies and post credit scenes and stuff like that. So it's kind of a culmination of like the first 10 years of the So Avengers this isn't movies. Guardians of the Galaxy. This is Guardians of the Galaxy is involved in this movie. Oh, okay, because I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Both those movies were great and amazing. Are they going to be part of this one? Yes. Like, um, For what's sure. his name? Like, uh, Scott, yeah, I mean, Scott, Scott Pratt. Scott, Chris Pratt is going to be what's in. What's his name? Scott, Sky Lord. Uh, uh, um, right, uh, Sky Lord? No, uh, was it Sky Why can't I, why can't I remember Sky his Lord. fucking name? Um, maybe it is. It is Sky Lord. Man, it's great. Um, yeah, they're all going to be in this movie because the Parks guy, and Rank guy. Yeah, you know, for sure. I know who he is. No, um, I mean for me, like, I don't know who he is. Oh, I know yeah. you know who he is. Parks and Rec guy for <laughs> That's sure. That's how I looked at Parks him. Parks and Rec is hilarious. Um, but yeah, all right, all right. So I just wanted to gauge your interest. So now let's get to what are we talking okay. basketball? Um, yeah, and basketball, and also in the backseat of this vehicle, Mike is here. What's going on, my brother? What's going on, guys? Are you going to watch Infinity War? Uh, maybe. I, w- I would like to watch So the, the endorsement in this car is lukewarm at best. Very lukewarm. Besides Brandon. Hot, not a great start Who's for me. Who's got a full fucking heart on for that. Oh, movie. yeah. Oh, yeah. A ton of YouTube all videos. All systems go for Brandon. All systems go. Um, speaking of all systems go, the playoffs are almost here in the NBA. So you like that segue? Yeah, nice segue. Right, that's how he's done. Um, you know, I'll learn from the pros. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the NBA standings real quick, and then we'll get into a few topics we have written down. Um, that are on our minds. So in the Western Conference, and I'm going to throw this up on the screen because I'm going to make this into a video, uh, we have Houston, um, the number one seed in the West, and we can kind of talk about these teams real quick. Let's go, let's go. Um, it's, it's 61 wins. Do you do you see them, I guess, giving up the number one seed, or is that their number one seed and this and everybody else is fighting for number two? Actually, to be honest, it looks like number one and two are locked up. Golden State 54 wins, even though they're six and a half behind Houston because of all the injuries, those two seeds are locked up. So Houston one, Golden State two in the West. I think you, what you said right there, I kind of answered. The injuries makes it almost a, a 100% lock that there's no way Golden State catching up. Six and a half is too many games. Too many games, and then they're going to continue to, the gap might even get a little bigger than smaller, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Well, oh, wasn't Kevin Durant going to be back today or something? Or yeah, something? Um, something like that. He's or very soon, and yeah. they've lost two in a row. The Warriors, well, the Rockets have won it ten in a row. It was a twenty-six out of twenty-seven. Some they're they're rolling. Like they're that. rolling, man. They're they're playing really good basketball. But you know, and I know this doesn't matter, but it's one of those things where it's like maybe now it's getting to the point where it's slowing down a bit. I guess like, are you going to win all your regular season? Are you going to be that regular season darling? Well, again? I mean, this is a perfect scenario. Like, how is D'Antoni going to fuck this up? Like, how is he going to mess it up? And how, and, you know, for example, what, let's say he's... You know what my hater ass is going to say? The wild card. Well, well let's say... The, the wild, wild card. He doesn't know. D'Antoni still hasn't found out that Chris Paul is not meant to be a champion. <laughs> he, Chris he, Paul he is going to let yeah. him down. And he can have a great regular season. Or going to get in. He's going to get injured. He's going to okay, fucking... Well, picture this scenario, right? Um, he's also a commercial, like some sort of hurricane's gonna mm-hmm. hit his home and the here, tree here, hits, I'll, lands on his I'll, head. I'll give you, I'll give you my scenario after we go for the rest of the play. Off the current seedings as of right now, which you know at nine forty p.m. So most of the games have been in playoff contention have been played. The Lakers are playing right now, but as we know, they're not in playoff contention. So real quick, um, you um, agree with me though that Houston's won? Yeah. Oh no, for sure. Um, Houston's won. Golden State two. 
Um, I also agree with you. Like, I'm just not sold on Houston. Um, there's just something about this team that I don't like. To be honest, like, even my MVP pick, I- I've never wanted to pick Harden for MVP, especially when, you know, it- it's it- it's the Curry factor where now you can't win MVP anymore, Steph, because you have Durant on your team. Yeah. Like, it's, you, for, and, and for, like, Harden, you can't win an MVP to me when they get a guy who's Chris Paul who's having a great season. You know, and, go ahead, pop it up. Oh, yeah. Cause, so, Chris Paul, you feel, is, is a lot to do with the success? Yeah. I think he has a majority to do with the success. Damn. I mean, they already won 50-something games last year, so we know they're good. Chris Paul puts them, like, he, he's just so smart defensively. You know, that's something D'Antoni's never really had as a really good defensive point guard. And Chris Paul, as we know, like, if he's healthy, he's all NBA defense, you know, every year, you know, up in that mix. Um, Dude, and I think, like, you know how every, a lot of these good teams have un, unsung heroes? Trevor Reza. Yeah, Trev is a great. He's great. He won a championship with us. You know, sneaky good. You could put him on guys. You oh, could do sure. a lot of things with him. We we know what Trevor can bring to the he's table. He's a little tough too. He's the kind of guy that's sneaky. Like he, he gets in fools' faces. And, and he's not a bitch for sure. That's not Trevor's attitude. Not at and all. And he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that gets in fights. But he's always in the mix. If you see something going down, better you're gonna I bet you're gonna see Trevor Reese in the mix. You know, he's six eight, six nine, very tall, mm-hmm. lanky, really good defender, and you. Like a guy like that, like I really respect even more because of what he was when he came into the league with the Knicks. Just as a guy who really didn't do much, who can dunk and maybe do some stuff, like really a project player at best. Per- example, perfect words there because he's the perfect to me. He's a perfect example of what we forget as fans sometimes. Guys are allowed to get better. They have to get. They- no, or no, but I'm saying they're yeah. also allowed to. Like to yeah, us, yes. like well, if you would have seen Trevor Reza and that, you're done. You, oh, yeah. you made up your mind already that what he is. Not... You've seen that guy, though. Yep. The problem is you wouldn't even be... No one would even fault you for it. Because we've seen that. That yep. person flame out a lot of times. But guys like Trevor Reza have, have been able to put it together. So, okay, we're spending a lot of time on Houston. No, but they, well, for for good reason, too. They've won 61 games. They're the number one seed. You know, they're going to cruise to the number one rank. Um, probably home field, home court, home field. Home I court advantage about the playoffs. I so, um, And right now, they're slated to play Utah at eight. But once we go through these rankings real quick, I mean, I, I think it's going to change. And I'm going to give you a nightmare scenario for number one. Okay, because, um, whew, excuse me, um, Though, I, I can't wait for that because so far, even if we just don't even go that much further, Utah. To yeah, me, Utah's a tough matchup. <laughs> um, Portland right now is a three seed. Um, they have forty six wins, forty six and twenty nine. Uh, Oklahoma City is four. They are two games behind them. Then it's New Orleans and San Antonio, the same record, forty three and thirty two, eighteen. Um, I think New Orleans played tonight. Maybe these aren't up to date. These are on NBA.com, so I guess we'll double check. But well, look, I'm gonna say this to me. We're going to spend a little bit more time on that later on. But for what you said, San Antonio's in big trouble. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, I think... and look, th- this is why. I think San Antonio is one of the most... Again, we're going to spend time on it later on, but San Antonio is one of the most professional organizations out there. Yeah. I think they never panic. They are a next man up kind of uh, situation. And the yeah. fact that they're pretty much begging Kawhi... And now LaMarcus... You know, to come back, come on, get this done, is because they know there is no way in hell we're gonna win. We're not, we're not at all 
Serious. Like, this is not a good team. Like, we're not good. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not part of this team, we're going to get bounced out first round easily. Like, and I think they do think that they, you know, have potential with them. Because Kawhi is Kawhi and the Spurs are all the Spurs. So, it's that tricky situation. But, you know, moving on to the rest of the games. What I will say is, I am pretty impressed. I'm not even going to say pretty impressed. I'm actually really impressed with Portland. I mean, Portland, dude. You know what? I, what do I always tell you, Brandon? I love when some teams spending stupid money that's almost unfair. Because I tell you, when it comes to my team, one thing that I ask myself is, well, now I get to find out if my team's for real or not. What are you going to do? Because some fools are for real right now. And Portland, again, just like Houston, why I tell you I keep giving, even though I'm, I don't believe in them, I'm not a guy that has fallen in love with the whole Houston's going to win a championship situation. Mm-hmm. But I give all the props in the world for the ownership because they have a choice to bow down to the Golden State Warriors like a lot of other teams seem to have done or say, I don't give a fuck. We're, we're going to keep go trying yeah. and we're going to keep trying. And it seems like Portland, ha- no one would have faulted Portland for kind of falling back and like saying, you know what? Hell no, we're not going to compete. Because yep. even now that they're balling out of control, I don't think no one has them seriously winning. Like no, making any and, real noise. And to be honest, in bowling out of control, 46 and 29. No, but I mean, oh, um, recently, they were even worse than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, no, It's for recently sure. that they started playing pretty good. And to and there's a clear cutoff, obviously, between the two and then the rest of the the rest of the seeds. They're all separated by a few but, games. Fifty. They're all separated by four games. So, so if Portland loses a couple, they can slide oh, to four or five. That was my question. Never mind. You know, or six or you know, for example, what I was going to say is like San Antonio right now. It goes Oklahoma City four, New Orleans five, San Antonio six, Minnesota seven, and Utah eight. Who's, right. Who's the three or who's playing? Who would play San Antonio? Who's San right Antonio? now? It's Portland, San Antonio. But I have a feeling like San Antonio is going to slip to eight. Yeah, and, and they're going to play Houston in the first and round. Houston will wax that ass most likely, unless Kawhi comes back, which I doubt. It, it, well, no, I, 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 I don't only doubt it, which of course is a possibility. But I mean, at this point, it's way too far. Yeah, I mean that's a little far fetched. Then the Clippers are sitting there at a game and a half out. So, and, and you know. If you you know for whoever listens, whoever follows Nick, I'm speaking to you personally. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not a Nick. I'm not a Clippers believer. I'm not really ever gonna. Be Do you hope one. they make the playoffs? Do I? I don't hope they make the playoffs, but I will. Unlike most years in the past, I will actually give them props because I mean, if I'm gonna give the props for the other team for for not tucking their tail in and sticking, I mean, that's the Clippers. And honestly. Nick Young, I mean Nick Young, um, uh, Lou Williams has a lot to do with what I love about this team. Yeah. I really like myself some Lou Williams. He's uh, he's fun to watch. He always has been. Uh, he was a lot of fun when, um, when we had him. And here, I'm looking at the Clippers' schedule. The Clippers want- are happy to get rid of Blake, right? Yeah, for sure. Clearly. At this point, they're like, I mean, it's not like they're going to win the championship, but at the same time, I mean, they weren't going to win it with, with Blake. So, and that contract was the worst thing ever. Okay, so the next few games are really important for the Clippers if they want to make the playoffs. Um, they got Portland. Wait, of the Clippers were the what Yeah, seed? I just pulled the them Clippers up The Clippers were the 8th seed or were the... ninth seed. Oh, they're not in now. No, they're not in. They're oh, shit, I was out. putting them in. So who's... It? My bad. I know you said earlier. Who's 6, 7, 8? So bad. Bad. it's New Orleans 5, San Antonio 6, Minnesota 7, and Minnesota. Utah 8. Minnesota was the... Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, they have a few games left. It's really important stretch for the Clips. Okay, let's um, go. Let's move on to the... To the East. No, no, go, go uh, to that Clippers run. I just, oh, I, I the, wanted to see where they were. Where, where so, we, were. we got Portland, 
at Portland, Indiana, San Antonio, Utah, Denver, New Orleans, the powerhouse L.A. Lakers. Oh, wait. Oh, my bad. Clippers ain't making it. No, I think they're screwed. These are very tough games, and they're all like... Let's give them the the Nuggets and even the Lakers just to be completely that good. So, loss in Portland, beat Pacers... Beat the Spurs at home. I think they lose to the to the Spurs or in the Indiana. They don't beat both. Mm, they and need they to. Def- I know they need to. They're not gonna. They definitely lose to the Jazz. Well, luckily for them, um, five home games, three two road games. So great opportunity for them to go five and two. That's a great opportunity for them to make the playoffs. That's the only way they make the playoffs. Yeah, five I mean, and two minimum. Let me look at Utah's schedule, and then I'll go back to the other one. Let's see. And courtesy of NBA.com, we are not sponsored by NBA.com, clearly. We would love a sponsor. If everybody wants to sponsor us, you know, we got to find a way to make some money in this podcast. This is year three of this, so let's make it happen. Yeah. Um, oh, all right, so Utah's, um, they have Memphis, who is atrocious. I mean, garbage. Uh, then they have Minnesota, the Lakers twice. Come on, Clippers. man. Let's ruin the fucking. If there's one thing the Lakers could do right now is we can ruin the Jazz season. So let's do it. Those two losses that will help the Clippers make the playoffs. Damn, that th- they can lose four in a row potentially. How many games are left? I'm counting the I'm counting the Laker game. There's only like six games left, dude. Yeah, that's not that many. Saying. They're losing to Portland, though, and Golden State probably. Man, and the Lakers, so, of course, twice. Yep. So, right. so far, if the Clippers want to go in, it's going to be between them and Jazz, the Jazz. So far, because of the Jazz schedule. If the Clippers win the games that they win, and then, like you say, the Lakers are able to beat them a couple of those games. Yeah, I mean, that's... The Jazz go 2-5. I, I think right now, based off what I've seen, it looks like the Clippers have a more favorable schedule, but you still have to win the games. No, but what I mean is... The who, Timberwolves can still make it. And who, who's the other team? Minnesota. But so to what, be I mean, honest, what is Minnesota's schedule? But so can the Spurs. The Spurs. Like, it's all very possible for the Spurs to make the No, I know, but we're playoffs. going off the schedule. What's Minnesota? You know what I mean? Yeah, but... I, I think right now the Clippers have a good shot. I guess we'll, we'll they find have out. a solid shot. Yeah, right. we'll find out in a week or so. Um, I because I, I still want to go into the East and then I'll uh, get into some other things. Uh, the East right now, Toronto sits atop the East, fifty-five and twenty. Boston is three games behind them. Um, they've won five it's in a, a row. It's a wrap because of of Kyrie's knee. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a wrap. So then Cleveland, uh, they've won. They've won again. Back to the winning streak. They're forty-five and thirty-three seed. It's almost the same like in the West. One and two seem to be pretty wrapped up. And then there's a, some significant distance. It's you know to be honest, eerily similar. Maybe the eight seed is a little even bit in worse. the same way. How Portland's probably the better one from the other tier two. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's clearly the best one of that next tier yeah. also. Because they have LeBron James. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, obviously. And then Philly, surprising a lot of people right now with the four seed. Indiana right there, game and a half behind them at the five seed, so they can flip flop for a home. For home court in that four or five matchup, if that went down right now, flat out, I got fucking, I got Indiana. Ah, easy. that's I don't know, man. I do, man. I don't know because Joel Embiid is a monster down there. I'm thinking yeah, that, and that was never, ever, ever played. I know, I know. And Philly's went eight in a row too. And uh, he just got his, what did he get his face broken? But Philly, what happened, what happened I, to Embiid? He, he like broke I, his I face on so. round I, face, Mar- Marco Foles. Yeah, I think he hurt Marco Foles. Lollipop face. And then uh, <laughs> how do you, Cle- how do you have a lollipop face? But I'm saying Cleveland's only a, a half a game up. So, I mean, it's not like they're sit at the three seed. They can easily slide to four or five. And, and also, not only – and also, Cleveland almost doesn't give a fuck. No, they really don't. I don't think give, LeBron – They can give two he shits. He doesn't give a shit if he falls to seven, eight. Nah. Um, but they've all – those top five seeds have all made the playoffs. They're in for sure. 
Um, and then becomes the Stragglers. LeBron's the only fool that could win a playoff game as a ninth seed. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure, dog. There's no ninth seed. He still wins. He still He's like, no, no, no. I just got traded before the I'm game. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Washington is uh, 41 and 33. They pose no threat at all. Miami, 40 and 35. They pose a very tiny threat. And then Milwaukee, simply because of Giannis. Um, they pose a very tiny threat, but I, I don't see much out of these bottom guys. Well, uh, we'll say this about Milwaukee. Remember when we started talking earlier on this season? I felt that Milwaukee was going to make some serious noise. Now, they're gonna, they've made their noise almost, I feel like. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're, you're projected to be a good team in the future, but you're still not there. No, they got to figure out what they want to do with Jabari. they got to figure yeah. out what they want to do with the well, point no, guard. Honestly, can I tell you the truth? Me not knowing shit, me not having any insight. They made up. The, they made up their mind on Jabari. He's, be He's gone. Yeah, Jabari's sure. gone. Jabari's exactly. gone. Well, I'm saying, but where and for what? They got to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. you're right. They got to find out what what is their assets that they're getting in return. You're right, but you know, and in the, and we said it earlier in this in this era, whatever we want to call it, in the current landscape of the NBA, if you're not for real or you're not all the way in, you're not. You're, you have no shot. Yeah. So that's Milwaukee. I mean, they're a good team. They're nowhere near the real competitors. They're nowhere near the guys that are taking this shit seriously. Nah, Toronto should smack that ass um, if they play. And to Look, be honest, I will say this. I give all the props to Toronto because I feel just like fucking um, Portland or, or or Houston. They could have said, you know what? No. But they're trying. They're trying to win a championship. Right. You know, I felt like Washington was there, but Washington seems to have taken 10 steps back. Even though they're still a, like a, what did you say, four or five seed? Washington is a six seed. Six seed, okay. So they're not crazy, for, but I still, I, I this Washington team is not something I could even come close to believing in. No, absolutely not. You know, so um, I think Toronto, this, weren't they kind of in the same place at one point? It was like you could see Toronto, Washington, they're all right there, and then it seems like fucking t- uh, Toronto said no. I'm leapfrogging yeah. these fucking fools. And to be honest, unfortunately, the Eastern Conference is a little bit less dramatic. There's no ninth, ninth seed race. Detroit's five games out. They're not going to make it. Remember when Detroit was in the mix? Yeah, and they were they're, high they're, and they're garbage. Shit. And to be honest, Toronto should smack Milwaukee up. And if, if Boston or, I mean, to be honest, Boston's going to beat Miami, um, most likely. I mean... Without without Kyrie, it might be a little tough, but I think Washington's going to slide down, and then Washington, Washington, uh, Boston, and Washington will play, and then Cleveland, Miami will play. I call it for this is Toronto's year. We get to the finals. No. To win it all. To go to Game Seven and against oh. the fucking Cleveland and still lose. <laughs> to lose. No, but they're going to go to the Game Seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, like this is their <laughs> like. Look, they're just. Not good enough to beat yeah. LeBron James, they're just, but they're really good. The ro- they have they're to really hope, good. Like, they have right, to hope like somebody Utah gets Jazz. Hurt. Utah Jazz. I mean, Jordan, yeah, I know. Jordan played basketball. He has. You know what they actually have to do is they actually have to help that hope that Kevin Love continues to get hurt because LeBron. It's going to be very hard for him to carry a team like he did when he was nineteen years old or twenty years old or twenty five. You know, like that's where the fifteen year ta- um, uh, year tally comes in, where you know. Oh shit! I don't have enough left in the. T- I, I do have enough left in the tank, but I can't go, f- you know, toe to toe with these guys anymore. At when I'm playing 46 minutes a night. Well, look and, on back to back to backs. And you know, look, like look, game will, seven at this point. I will get a little bit more specific than that. Um, let's not kid ourselves. Well, Kevin Love has been a really big part of their success. Yeah. 
Oh, for sure. He's amazing like, it, to it's, this. It's says. not about the position. It's not about missing guys. It's about missing Kevin Love specifically. Yeah. Like, in, in recent years, look, let's not go far back. I'm not trying to pitch a point bigger than it is, than it needs to be. Let's just go to this season's period. Once Kevin Love came back, they looked a lot better than when he's not there. That's just the facts. You know, and I, I, I know LeBron knows that. And I know LeBron is aware of that. And I know LeBron's all in on that. But like you said, I mean, he can't force Kevin Love to be out there. No, he can't. And um, they've and been, de- they've been dealt run. an interesting deck of cards with Isaiah being de- out. And now, like, all the guys, like, Jose Calderon's a starting point guard. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um but no one cares. No. And, and, and it's fucked up. And honestly, it's not fucked up. That's the way it should be. But it's it's because when you're the best player on the planet, no one will ever feel sorry for you. Who gives a fuck who the fuck LeBron is playing with? You better yeah, get to the finals. You're the best. And it's not because we're being harsh on him. This is his own standard. Yeah, he's... Well, I mean, this he, is what LeBron... Yeah, well, we judge him by that standard because his he, own sa- he said it. He said it, right? He said it. So... Um, Shit. Well, talk about standards. I think it's a great segue. I think we're going to take a quick break and then talk about this when we come right back. There's a team that has a certain standards and how they do things, and now everything oh. is kind of being flipped on its other side. So when we come back, we will talk about that team. So hang on. And Brandon with the teaser. You know? All right, everybody. Welcome back inside the 30-Minute Lunch Break Podcast, episode 139. We just talked about the NBA standings and the uh, playoff picture, kind of what's updating there with the East and Western Conference. And now we're going to get into a team that has taken a 180 in terms of what their expectations are and how they run their organization and what is kind of coming out in the press. So we're going to spend a few minutes talking about the San Antonio Spurs. So, Eric, Kawhi Leonard, will he play? Does he? You know, we don't know. Okay, let me start from the jump. He doesn't play. No, he doesn't play. Kawhi Leonard, there's Kawhi Leonard drama. There's leaks coming from the locker room in a Popovich-run locker room. And then you have also ex-NBA, ex-Spurs players coming on, Fox Sports, um, i.e. Steven Jackson, talking about how these messages are from Pop. So it's like Pop is sending messages through players, through the media. Oh, yeah. And look, for To Kawhi and to LaMarcus. Usually it's fucking Mike Lombardi that makes an appearance in this episode. But you know who's also made a couple of appearances and he's going to make right now? I think... Kornheiser and me are one of the few fuck people in this world oh, that Tony aren't K. the biggest fucking Popovich fans. I'll tell you, he's kind of an asshole. So look, I'm gonna just be real with you. And oh, shout out to PTI for sure. The fact that um, these messages, this to me, it's what we talked about earlier. I give you my rant about boxing. When you hear all these excuses of why Anthony Joshua doesn't want to fight Wilder, when people are giving the excuses, you start hearing the same quotes. That Eddie Hearn is telling out there as a promoter. That's how I feel about the Spurs. Like, well, I've heard this All these excuses seem very familiar with the shit that I hear Popovich say. And is it shocking to me that one of the guys, the two guys that have made some of the most offensive and kind of crazier at is Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker? To Popovich I mean, loyalists. Like straight die. up to the fullest. It's one of those things to me where um, maybe now. Maybe I'm gonna be this. You know what this does to me that I don't hear. Maybe uh, I'm not saying this hasn't happened, but I haven't heard it myself. This kind of makes me change my mind and not be as harsh as I was on Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, the first go round, 
Well, yeah, like, maybe, again, because we were all like, well, I mean, if you can't play for Popovich, who's the greatest coach that ever fucking coached, who's the most amazing motherfucking human that ever lived, you know, then you uh, must and, be a piece of shit. And Danny Green was on the Michael Rapport podcast, and they're like, dude, what? you still get treated like Danny Green, the rookie. Like, oh, Danny Green, this guy's won fucking NBA titles. He's hit six three-pointers in an NBA Finals game. Like, this guy's hit clutch shot after clutch shot and won NBA Finals Gosh. games. So, like, it's crazy that he's still, like, on a short leash because Pop, you know, oh, he made a silly mistake. Like, so what? <laughs> but again, like, look, But it's Pop. But again, you know, oh. a lot of people like that, my bad. I mean, because it's successful, dog. I don't knock, look, I don't knock the hustle. I know I'm in the minority of this. And I, I honestly, in a way, I almost want to concede that I'm wrong. Right. I don't feel that there's any way I could judge Pop because he's been about as successful as you can be as a coach. But to me, I also won't knock a guy just open, like very easily just because he doesn't want to toe the company line when it comes to the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, but look, um, maybe you got some questions. Maybe we're going to get into some other stuff. But one thing that I did want to say about the Spurs, that my question, this is what my question is, because uh-huh. I mentioned already LaMarcus, and I'm talking about Kawhi. And I'm trying to tell you is this, is this, I'm not saying we're even close, is this the beginnings of a chink in the armor, or maybe the changing of the guard? Uh, remember, Popovich is one of the oldest coaches in the league. I, I think you're on to something with the changing of the guard. You know what I mean? Like, is this maybe the fact that maybe he doesn't relate to every player like we assumed he did? Yeah, and, and to be honest, what's weird about it is that Spurs have happily shut down players in the past. To say, hey, no problem, take the season off. You know, we don't need to win this one. Tim Duncan, relax, it's all good. You know, hey, Tim, hey, Dave Robinson, sit out, and we'll get you know a high draft pick. You know, that's happened before in the Spurs. They've kind of be- they kind of started tanking, but like it, it, it wouldn't surprise. It, what surprised me is that they just can't figure out the common ground here. I think what and, happened, my opinion is, I feel like Kawhi got caught onto it very early. That Popovich is starting to try to turn guys against him. And try to single them out and put them out there to look like a bitch. And like Kawhi's not out here fighting with you guys. And I think and, yeah. Kawhi, rightfully so, took a, you know, offense, to, offense that. to that. As he like, should. He's yeah, like, I think fuck he, this fool. Yeah, this guy went as an NBA Finals MVP. You don't question Kawhi Leonard when he just guarded, he guarded LeBron James as a second-year player or a third-year player like in the league and expecting to shut him down. Like, I do, though, think... Defensive player of the I year. I do, though, think that they're... fucking scumbag. I do, though, think that there is a risk... To certain players being too worried about their injury. And maybe um, people have brought this up. A lot of people have brought this up with the De- uh, Derrick Rose. Where at a certain point, he took it too far. Yeah. And he literally thought he was going to... It was He expected too many things before he even stepped onto the fucking court. And then he was never the same again. And I think... That could be somewhere in the middle where where the Spurs are at, where they're like, "Dude, you're good," and he probably wants a lot more than w- what's realistic. Like, you're not there yet because you're not playing fucking basketball. You know what I mean? Well, like, also, like, maybe you're actually you're you're starting to understand that. Hey, you know, they had some of the, one of the best transitions of pl- of power of a player of, I guess one of the best players in, you know in the league with Duncan. Mm-hmm. To Kawhi Leonard, yes. and they also had veterans like Tony Parker and all these guys. They all played off of each other, and you know were able to accept their minimal roles with Kawhi being the guy. And 
I think that, you know, maybe they're starting to understand life without a superstar. They haven't had that in a very long time. And the way and they reacted to me is they, they, they turned on him as opposed to... Honestly, you know what's crazy to well, me? Well, maybe Pop said, maybe you think maybe you're right. Maybe Pop isn't in it for the long haul. Yeah, and, and you know what? You know what's crazy to me though, dude. This is what shocks me, dog. I feel like Kawhi is being—he's getting the rap, the bad rap, for uh, not doing the Spurs thing and being kind of a little bit out of the way. But to me, I don't think the Spurs did the Spurs thing against Kawhi. Like I feel like it seems like they've let it kind of they thrown him under the bus pretty easily. Yeah. Like, this doesn't seem like the way Tony Parker's acting, the way Manu Ginobili's acting, that doesn't seem like spur shit to me. And there's a lot, there's something else that's going on that maybe we don't know about, maybe some relationship on the back end, but this it's getting ugly and... You know what's the only spur shit that, that what they did says to me? All loyalty goes to fucking pop. And that's it. For sure. I mean... I, I, I don't know how you can flip a but guy. But can you blame these guys that have won those championships? No, you can't. That's where the problem happens. No, you can't really. Where, um, you know, where... Um, and to be honest, like, let's say... Even Kurt Tony, Rambis and some of these guys were destined to fail as coaches because yeah. they had to run the triangle. They were destined to fail running it, but, I mean, fuck. Kobe, to this day, says if he coached, he would run the triangle. I know, right? He would suck. Because he would, he's, yes. he was too successful with the triangle that he knows it could work, but it only works if you got Kobe fucking Bryant running that shit. And it doesn't that's hurt true. to also have Shaq on that team. You know what I mean? No. And that's the problem with some of the shit. Like, when people get stuck on their old ways, you know, mm. you're fucked. Speaking of old ways, I think we're going we're gonna to transition into another sport, if that's all right with you. Let's go. The oldest ways. Okay, hold on, hold, hold on. My bad, my bad, my bad. Right before we go, because that, that's the one reason I, I did want to talk about the Spurs. So, do you kind of agree that maybe there's something going on in San Antonio that's not fully, like, said, like, with... Well, yeah, no, I agree with you. I already, I said that I, I think you're onto something with the changing of the guard, and I think that he wants Kawhi Leonard to play right now. Because he doesn't know how many years he's going to coach, mm-hmm. and he's not like I'm, I don't want to be here in three years or I don't know. You know, like I'm fucking 106 years old. Like I want to get and out of Kawhi here. Kawhi is time. trying to be here three years, and you know, Kawhi is trying to be like, well, maybe I don't want to be here right now. Like I, you know, I don't know. Like maybe he wants to play for the Lakers because he's from this fucking area. Like that's the hot thing to do now. Play for your hometown or team. Or maybe he just wants to be really healthy before he gets back on that. You're right. Court. Some guys just are like that. Powell's like that. Other guys, you know, we expect it from Kobe, and you know. Because MJ did it, he has a flu game. It's so fucking legendary, and it's or, like, or, or, or and, he, what? and you know, and there's tough guys out there, and credit to them. But not everybody's built like no, that. No, and what about what does everybody tell you about the doctor? Get a fucking second opinion. What if your personal doctor's telling you, "Fuck no, you're not ready." Yeah. Why do you think these guys have their own personal doctors, dude? They know their bodies have been growing. The, up you know, there. somebody's just only focused on you. Yeah, no, you're right. And maybe the Spurs are like play because maybe like you said, Pop is saying. He needs to play, and maybe his guy saying, "You probably don't need to play this year, dog, because you're not all, you're not gonna probably get there this year. So take a full year off, yeah, and do it next I, year." I, I think it probably stems from poor communication to start, or poor expectations, or a timeline that was set and not met, and then you know things got sour. I think it's a new age era. Uh, my bad to extend this even further, but uh, same shit was happening with, with with Tom Brady. Same thing is happening with a lot of guys. We are in the era where a lot of these superstars have their own personal guy. 
And I think these owners, these general managers, and these people haven't fully came to terms where they agree with you having your own doctor. You know what I mean? Like, imagine us as Laker fans. Every Laker fan that's, like, you know, that knows what's up, we knew what Gary Vitti was. I can't imagine someone telling Gary Vitti, nah, I got my own guy, we're doing our own thing. Fuck no. Gary Vitti was the shot caller. He did what the fuck he did. He, 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 he was the one. And I think that's what's happening with a lot of these players nowadays. They have their own doctor. And these teams aren't working. Like, again, I think Kawhi's team is telling them, you're not good. And the Spurs team is saying, you're good. And the Spurs are saying, well, that's, well, the only that's thing, exactly what's happening. And, 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 but what I mean is, but what the Spurs are saying, which they might be right, is, well, the only doctors that matter are our doctors. Like, what the fuck does your doctor matter? Again, you're our employee. Yeah, but he's like, but it's my body. But I'm a superstar. Exactly. I, I have Even to if he must- wasn't a superstar, well, the super, I mean, there's the other players who get cut. But like, Well, that's why it matters. I mean, and because it's like, well, it's my body. And the same it's reason It's my body. Why- and again, like you said, maybe fucking Pop's trying to be out in two years. And maybe he's saying, no, I'm probably trying to have no, a 12, 13-year like not- career. Or maybe a 20-year career. You're not exactly. going to play me because I can come back and run nice and easy and, you know... Really, I don't need to come back. I just don't need to do this. And, exactly, and Kawhi isn't that type of dude where he is struggling to get a title, struggling. Yeah, he's already got a title. He's already got two NBA Finals appearances. He's got a Defensive Player of the Year award. This guy's credentials speak for themselves already. And this is probably where his quiet demeanor probably hurts him. Where most guys would have gotten ahead of the story and said, this is what I'm feeling like. I think it helps his reputation around the league. Of course. Well, yeah. around the league and, and around a, most and, people. And in GMs, other GMs' eyes, like, damn, this guy can keep his mouth shut. I really appreciate that. Well, and that. I think this person on that fact because they got to tread that shit lightly because what are they going to do? What is the other option? Put him out yeah. on the market where every team's going to fucking nah, send gonna, an offer? They're going to offer him the five-year $200 million No, but contract. what I mean is if they decide to say, no, we're moving on from him, it's 30, every 29 other teams Man, are sending an offer. That would be crazy. I would never move on from Kawhi. All right, so let's go for. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's let's check out these baseball odds because baseball is starting tomorrow, opening day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a T-Mobile member, I, it's probably too late by the time you listen to this. But um, T-Mobile Tuesdays, you can get that MLB uh, at bat for free. Nice. Um, so if you have that, download it. You can watch every game. If you're in the LA market, you can't watch Dodger games, but you can watch every other game. Or if you want to drive to another market and fucking drive to San Diego, you can watch Dodger games or get a VPN, which I highly recommend. Um, if you don't know what a VPN is, Google VPN. It's pretty much where you can hide your IP address where um, your internet connection doesn't know you're in the Los Angeles market. So you're living life dangerously. We start with... So, for fuck, example, you can We pick, start with somebody else's track to start the show, and now you're giving some fucking... Uh, no, VPN, that's common knowledge, and I'm just trying to help everybody out because one thing you can do in Los Angeles, if you want, is watch a lot of Dodger games. Or apparently play on Dodger Stadium because it's a fucking swamp. I, I don't take pride in this, but... um. I get to watch Dodger games because I am paying that extra fucking you, money. You and are I, a Time Warner cable customer, I which fucking, I, which, I, and I, I am fucking with piece of shit Time Warner. But look, but I use your password for that, so I exactly. Appreciate so that look, I don't, out. I don't get the NFL, which screws me. But I get Dodgers, UCLA, uh, Lakers. I get pretty, pretty so yeah, get I get a lot of the LA, LA, shit, the LA local uh, stuff, yeah. which is that used to be on KCAL. So I kind of got, I got to bite the bullet. Um, let's go for the the odds to win the 2018 World Series. Um, Houston Astros, Dodgers open at eleven to two odds, so they're the favorites right now. Um, the Yankees, six to one. Cubs, seven to one. Indians, Nationals, Red Sox open the realistic odds. No, no, no. What are the what are the uh, Washington? What's Washington? Now Washington is nine to one, and and, and uh, Boston's ten to one. So, excuse me. The Mets are twenty five to one. Okay, I was going to ask you who's who's in the twenty to one range. 
the Mets are somebody I look really, you know, it's just because that's high, low risk. Well, that's what I was going to say. High reward potential. So I would bet them, you know, fuck the Mets and yeah, I don't but like that's the Mets. Some, that, that's but a better I'll, shot. That's a good bet. For sure, I agree. And um, I was hoping the Nationals had a better number, better odds. Nine to one isn't bad. I mean, but, you know. But that's not good. No, it's not. I mean, it's better than it's 11. It's 25 to one. No, it's, it's better than 25 ele- to one. Like no, the it's not. Or the Cardinals, the Angels are 25 to one. You know, the Angels are a very. That's a team. Where, Angels. Yeah, those. See, the Angels and the Mets are very two teams that can make it because they have a lot of things that could go right. Shit, I wonder what Angels Mets World Series pays. Um, here, let's look at the. That's also, a good one. So odds about. odds they win the American League. The Astros are favored, obviously five to two. Yankees three to one. Indians thirteen to four. Red Sox and then um, the Angels are twelve to one. In the uh, odds, I'll take win, I'll take the Angels at twelve to one because of the odds only, uh, and that's not even that great, but yeah. that's good. Yeah, and the odds with the National League, the Astros. Um, no, the the Astros are not in the fucking National League anymore. So the, obviously the Dodgers. Um, well, this is oh, this is the same odds as the fucking World Series. My bad. Excuse me. Uh, here we go. Dodgers twelve to five. Uh, Cubs sixteen to five. The Mets are twelve to one. All right. I don't know. Um, have you kept up with the Dodgers at all and look forward to uh, what's going on in the season? Yeah, definitely. Like they're doing some. <laughs> kind of you know weird stuff like there's certain guys that like any team like you see guys that balled out last year are they coming back this year what, what are they up to tolls they've sending him to the minors yep they're sending him to the minors they got matt kemp back in the locker room well that that that, that is a sneaky good move for me it's intriguing it's very intriguing because you but know for, it's a locker room it's all yeah, locker room to me locker room and you know he, his bat might help with justin turner heels um, and losing, um, I think Culberson, you got, uh, the, the Dodgers lost. He could be um, what Ethier's been in a couple of times with just a solid veteran that's there that might come through with some clutch hits yep. here and there, you know, no Granderson anymore. So, I mean, you're looking for a full season of Cody, hopefully a full season of, uh, Corey Seager and a, um, full healthy season of Clayton Kershaw. And that should bring you guys the number one seed, I believe, um, starting as of today, which baseball starts tomorrow. Um, as, and I think for the Mets, like, you know, cause I'll talk about the Mets on the show because I'm a huge Mets fan and I follow them a lot. I think they can do some damage if, you know, the story is the same, if everybody's healthy, I think this might be the year everybody is, um, but the, the, the Cubs are there and they have Darvish and Darvish is going to be hidden behind some guys in that rotation and, you know, the Cubbies are there. I'm talking about the Mets like as a wild card team, like, you know, I don't right. know if they but can, the Cubs are going to win the East. The central, um, I mean, so, yeah, the central, central, yeah, the Cubs. I, I don't see the, anybody beating the Cubs when it comes to that division. I, I think the Cubs are a safe bet. You know, I, I don't trust okay, the Brewers. So who they got? The Brewers, St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, Brewers, yeah, St. Louis, Pittsburgh. But, you know, Pittsburgh traded um, their best player to the Giants. McCutcheon. Exactly. And, you know, Fuck, the Giants. Look, you know what? I, I always liked McCutcheon. And then, like, recently he kind of was, like, getting on my fucking nerves. So what's good about giant. him is that he's a giant. It's like, oh, no, so perfectly oh, perfect. fuck you. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, like it certified the fuck I was you. starting to like you, but now this solidifies my choice to hate you. No, and then I started to not like you. And then you became a, do- a, a giant. So then it's a fuck perfect. yeah, fuck you. Um, and then, in, you know, I, I still think, obviously, the Nationals will do something uh, as long as they have Bryce. But, you know, Bryce could be traded. I don't know. Like, there, there's some weird things going on. Cubs? People say the Cubs. Cubs yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? If you're the Mets, why not go after him as well? Like, fuck it. Like, if it if it's available to hurt, you know, fucking take him. You already have Cespedes. Like, and you know, and Cespedes had a great fucking spring, man. Oh man, I'm excited. 
you know, Yoannis, if that fool was healthy, he was had a bad year last year. He was unhealthy. Um, if he could be healthy, he's a great hitter, the Cuban bastard. Who knows how fucking old he is, but that guy can hit. Yeah, it's like anything else. If he could be healthy, shit. You know, just like anything else. Um, I think, and, you know, just like last year, we're trying to go to a game and maybe do like a podcast live from the game. That would be really cool if we can. Um, just bring like a personal headset and just do it. Um, last year we went uh, as a group, so we'll try and do it again. Um, now we got Mike with us. That'll be even more fun um, as we move forward. Thank you very much for listening to episode 139. You can find us on the web at 30minutelunchbreak.wordpress.com. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes, Blueberry, um, wherever you can find podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Um, we're all there. Um, just search for 30 Minute Lunch Break Podcast um, and we'll appear in every search engine. Um, yes, even, sir. Even Bing, even Ask Jeeves, you know, Web, web Crawler, whatever. Whatever you use, Netscape, we got it. Um, and last but not least, please follow us on our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Guys, any last words for the fans out there for the weekend? Peace. Have a wonderful long weekend. Enjoy it. And uh, be safe. Later.